There was someone in the olden days called the Meshulach. It means messenger, but they were actually a charity collector. And they would go from Eastern Europe, from Poland to America, and they would collect funds for their town and go back. And this man went back and forth and back and forth, and when he went back to his town in Eastern Europe, they said, so did you learn English over there? And he said, I learned a little. He said, well, tell, tell us how you learned and what you learned. And the Meshulach, this charity collector, said to his friends, I learned that when I asked for somebody for a donation, and they said maybe, maybe means no. Depending on how you choose to look at the world, maybe can mean no, but for others, maybe can mean yes. But a place that the word maybe is never used is when we promise something. Because to promise something is a definitive. It means that what you say, you will do. Last night at our Ted and Hetty Orton Family Friday Night Live, I shared a little bit about promises, and I asked everybody in the congregation, there were about 200 young professionals, have you ever promised anything in your life to yourself or to others? Not one hand went down. And I can probably guarantee here, if I ask, has anybody promised themselves anything or to others? The same would be true. We make promises all the time. Whether it's New Year's resolutions and to eat healthier, to exercise more, to stay off our phones and electronic devices, to spend more time with family and friends. We make promises to each other. We make promises to God. God makes promises to us. We make promises every single day. But it seems that when you ask what a Jewish promise is, people say, no, 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 Jews don't promise. But just look through our tradition and our Torah. God promises our ancestors things all the time. God promised Avraham, a land that I will show you. God promises Moshe to take the Israelites out of Egypt multiple times using four different words. God promises to be with Joshua as he leads the people over the Jordan. God promises and promises and promises, as I told Aaron for his bar mitzvah. God promises one covenant, it is broken, but then God promises another covenant to be there for all time. But when a human being promises something to each other, there's a little more risk than when God promises something to us. And in the beginning of our Torah portion of Matot, the first of the double portions, it says, Lo tidor neder, that you should not break a vow, meaning if you promise, keep to your word. But the last three sentences of that verse in the Hebrew, lo yachel devaro, loosely translated in the Torah as don't break it, but literally translated is do not profane your word. And the rabbinic commentary of the Gor Aryeh gives us two different definitions of what it means not to profane our words. The first, he says, is exactly what it sounds like. Every word that shall come out of our mouth, make it not chol, ordinary, but rather make it kodesh, make it holy. But I want to focus on the second definition. And he says the word lo yachel, do not profane could also mean do not delay. And in that case, it would mean 
Do not delay upon your word, meaning what you say, go after it and do it. So why would the Torah tell us, be careful in your promises? Because the Torah is a book that does not waste words. People must have been breaking their promises. The novelist Georgette Heyer once wrote, as soon as one promises not to do something, it becomes the one thing above all others that they wish to do. If you have children, it's pretty obvious every day. I promise that I will not jump on the furniture. In their mind, the first thing they wish to do, jump on the furniture, at least in our house. I promise not to eat too much dessert. I wish that I will eat much more dessert than you promise I can. Promises are words and they're difficult to keep. And if you don't believe me, go online. I tried it this week. Type in presidential promise tracker. Doesn't matter what party, but there is now a system of tracking the presidential campaign promises of what they promised in their campaign and what they fulfilled. I hope it's graded on a curve. But when done right, a promise can be fulfilled with good intentions and can have a measurable success in our communities and our lives. And so a story of a promise that continues to be fulfilled even after someone has left this world. This evening, or on Wednesday evening, some of you were in the room with me. We had the opportunity to listen to a panel of speakers about the story of Holocaust survivor Eva Kaur of blessed memory. Eva Kaur was known as one of the Mengele twins, twins that when they got to Auschwitz were identified and had just terrible experiments performed upon them for science. Eva survived the war with her sister Miriam, and in 1995, over five decades after the Holocaust, she made a promise, and the promise was to forgive Dr. Mengele and the Nazis. It was a controversial statement that she made, but lo yachel devaro, she did not delay after her words, and when she promised to forgive, they were not simply words, but then she began to put them into action. And from 1985 until the day of her death in July of 2022, she visited Auschwitz again and again and again over 25 times, not by herself, but bringing groups and groups and groups. And one of those groups in 2018 was an unusual group. It wasn't Jewish children from a Jewish day school, but it was a basketball team from North Carolina. It was the Davidson School, the Davidson College, by Coach Bob McKillop, who was a devout Catholic who grew up in New York area, surrounded by Jews and Protestants and Christians. On his team, there were blacks and whites, people from the South, people from the North, people from America, people from Europe. And this group of 20 players and coaches walked Eva's journey through Auschwitz. And Coach McKillop was here along with Eva Kaur's son, Alex. And they explained that while that trip was impressive enough, the fulfillment of the promise came after, and the days after, and the days after. 
on Yom HaShoah that year of Holocaust Remembrance Day, those players stood in the public square of Davidson College, where there are few to, if any, Jews, and publicly read the names of victims of the Holocaust. One of those students who became a well-known athlete started his own organization to bring more dignity and respect to humanity across faith and race lines. Lo yachel devaro. We shouldn't delay upon the words that become promises to enhance our own lives. Promises are just words. But as we know, words go way beyond our hearts and souls. You may have seen in the news just yesterday that in Sweden, the police in Sweden have allowed the burning of sacred books in front of the Israeli embassy. Last week, a Quran was burned. This week, a group plans to burn a Christian Bible and a Torah. Lo yachel devaro. Words can be more than just what come out of our mouth. Because it starts with words. And it continues. There was no maybe in Eva Kor's promise. There was no maybe for the thousands of people that she brought on her journeys to Auschwitz. It was very clear what she desired. There was only a commitment to not delay upon her words. And as her son Alex told us, that promise that she gave to forgive gave her decades more life on this earth. Her promise was a Jewish promise. It was done right. It was a promise with good intention, a promise that built trust, a promise that brought goodness, a promise that demonstrated character, and a promise that instead of changing words into wishes, transformed those wishes into well-being. And so the next time that you decide and we decide to make a promise to each other, to ourselves, and even to God, let's make it a Jewish one. Let's promise with sacred intention. Let's promise without hesitation. Lo yachel devaro. Let us not delay. For the next time that that mishulach, that charity collector, comes to America and goes back to visit his hometown and they say, did you learn any English? Hopefully he'll come back and he'll say, yes, I did. Maybe. Maybe means yes. Shabbat shalom.